everybody, it's the Rewind for the week of July 18th, 2021. I'm Paul, and that's Nathan. Hey. If you hear an echo behind me, you know, we're still in the middle of this uh, stupid court thing, and uh, we're getting crappier and crappier hotels with that every passing week, and I feel like I'm in a broom closet. Um, so... That apologize for my audio. I think Nathan actually has a better room. You have a window, if I'm not mistaken. I do. Uh, I can see another building through it. Yeah. Uh, but I think my my sheets are plastic. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure my sheets are are fabric, but I don't have a window. So I wish I could see just another building. I wish I could see life beyond where I am, but sadly, I can't. It's a fair trade-off. Yeah. Yeah. Real sheets, no human contact. That's fine, I guess. Look, whatever, Nathan, you know, it's times like these that we just have to push on, push forward and uh, get to, you ready for it? What are we doing again? The news. No. Yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot. All right, Nathan, what do we got this week? Why don't you regale me with some stories of the world? Oh, I'm regaling now. Regale me. Regale? Regale me. Okay. Get my best regaling face on and I need to be regaling regaled. voice and regale away here. What does regale mean? <laughs> Why do I use words that I don't know what they mean? I love big words. I really do. I enjoy the use of them. Regale is not a big word, Nathan. That regale, I think, is only five letters. More like six letters, but eh, semantics. All right, well, yep. what better way to start off our show, Paul, than uh, to tell you a tall tale about a man who just recently was sentenced to prison for tormenting his neighbors with horse noises. <laughs> mm-hmm. Horse noises. This is what you got? This is your first story? <laughs> it's my lead-out story. I thought it was the best. Audio.com reports that, well, hey, uh, we've all had our fair share of lousy neighbors. Uh, In this instance, some folks in Russia uh, had to resort to help from the justice system to tame a belligerent neighbor. Uh, Russian court served uh, Yuri Kondratyev, 46, a three and a half year prison sentence for disturbing his neighbors. Mm -hmm. Initially, uh, Kondratyev, I'm going to pronounce his name differently every time. Please do would blare classical music from his stereo system into the wee hours of the morning. Mm -hmm. Gradually, his taste in music got more aggressive, and he switched to listening to the German industrial metal band Rammstein. Uh, For nearly two years, Kondratyev had been practically torturing his neighbors with his behavior. By the end of of his reign of terror, however, Kondratyev would make or play sounds of horses every two hours throughout the night. (laughs) He was charged in the end. Uh, with a torture charge, actually, by the police. Idiot. Kudos, I guess, to being creative, because I think if I wanted to torture my neighbor, I don't know if I'd necessarily think to play horse noises. I don't know that I would find that particularly annoying, and maybe I'm wrong, but I also don't know what the horse noise is, because if it's just the, like, you know, where they're, they're like... <laughs> that stuff, you know? Yeah, okay. I guess. Maybe them clopping around. Could be that, too. You never know. But it's every two hours, so it almost sounds like one of those bird clocks. You know, the, yeah, the bird yeah, clock that goes off every hour. <laughs> Honestly, I think I'm going to come around on this. I actually think that this might be a handy thing, because I would now know 
okay. where I am in the middle of the night. You know, I wake up and I'm like, oh, that's the that's the fourth horse noise. Okay, it's I've been sleeping for six hours. Okay, well, one more horse noise and I'm getting up. You got charged with torture though. Like yeah. it's it's something something so dastardly. Is it dastardly? I don't think it's dastardly though. I think this is what it I'm is. Saying. I think I mean certainly it's torture. Yeah. Um, I just feel like blaring Ramstein all day and night consistently or continuously is more torturous than just every two hours playing like horse dot wave <laughs> that'll teach them okay what what animal would you use to soothe your neighbors uh let me go through my effects here what do i got um well this monkey uh no not the monkey noise no hold on maybe goat we go. yeah just two hours of goat but are they truly more annoying than a horse I mean, listen to this you could think okay, of maybe a goat with an elephant. Yeah, and then, uh, put some cat in there. Some hawks. Now we're just now we're just living beside a zoo. <laughs> some monkeys in there. And a dog. And a yappy dog. <laughs> right? Now that's annoying. You play this for an hour. I would play all of that. That's what I'm saying. Just the horse noise alone isn't enough. I think that the horse noise is just the the, the bare minimum of torture. If you're going to torture someone, you want to get the Law & Order theme song in there. You want to get the goat noise. You want to get a cartoon slide whistle. You know, a, a Nathan drum. I love talking about penis. Here we go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I think you're just going through all your sound clips alphabetically. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what torture is. It's too much stuff at once, right? Like that's what that's what like new metal or Ramstein is, right? It's too much. It's too many instruments. It's too many people singing. I think Ramstein is just great for you, but not for everyone. I'd go to bed with that. So no, you could. Yes, I could. Not for not all night. That's what it is. It's like the the seventeen thousandth time you hear Duhas, you'd be like, I'm out. All right, please stop. (laughs) <laughs> in all of the story i forgot what the grievance was was it lawn mowing the lawn what was it no he just wanted to torment his neighbors with sounds that's it like, that, that's brutal you don't do that to someone especially if they have to get up in the morning okay i feel like something <sighs> prompted it i don't know that someone just does that but all right i'm not gonna... well uh <clears throat> i read into the story and i didn't report on this part but he had a uh he had a breakup with his girlfriend not too recently uh, before he started. So maybe he was so depressed that, you know what? I'm just going to dole out my depression on everyone else. <laughs> okay, great. Well, again, I would have tried harder. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, and he's in jail, so he tried hard enough for sure. It's only going to be certain noises he's going to be making for the rest of his tenure there. But I poop from there. I don't know. Right. I'm just playing every sound effect I want. <laughs> I can I can tell. Yeah, it seems that way. I'm sure everyone else listening knows that too. Yeah. Well, hey, I wish this guy broke into my house. No, you don't. Audio.com reports that one of the worst surprises you could ever come home to would be to realize that someone has broken into your house. At worst, you might have lost thousands of dollars worth of stuff or run into the uh, an alarmed burglar burgling you. Even if you lost nothing, you'll probably never trust a lock again. Unless the person who broke in is Louis Angelino III. And first off, aren't, aren't we dumb like, aren't done like, uh, like giving names to, to people that are 
the same name as you. Colorful commentary to me. Just read the just read the story. <sighs> I don't like these like the second, right, the third, okay. the fourth. Are we now we done with these things? This is too early for a tangent. Let's just. <laughs> I don't even know what this is yet. So far, someone has broken <laughs> in somewhere, and I don't feel like this is interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So either way, okay, Angelino the third mm-hmm. from Barrington, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. He works as a clerk at a liquor store, by the way. Um, however, to make ends meet, he also runs private cleaning gigs on the side. One day in June, he managed to get a new client through word of mouth. A friend's coworker hired him to clean his place. So Angelino was given an address in Cherry Hill and said uh, that there'd be a key left under the doormat. However, by mistake, Angelino wrote down the wrong house number. He arrived at the house he, he had thought that he was supposed to work at with his cleaning gear. Uh, he checked under the doormat, and what do you know? There was a key. Angelino entered the townhome and dutifully got to work. He spent the next two and a half hours cleaning the place, scrubbing the stove, and mopping the floors. That's when he got a phone call from the original client. The man on the phone asked if Angelino ever got around to cleaning his place, since it looked like no one had touched it. I said, I'm literally in your living room right now, playing with your cats and waiting for you to walk in, Angelino recalled. He was like, Louis, I don't have any cats. In that moment, I froze. My heart dropped. I was just like, where am I right now? What is going on? Angelino's friend came over and wrote a quick apology note to the home's real residence before the two took off. Cause you had a bad day. You take one down. You sing a sad song just to what a story. Yeah. Very long. Yeah. Well, we have time to kill today. By the way, who reported this? I don't know. I I, I have no clue. The, this is the real mystery. Who's, did this guy call up, uh, I don't know, the New York Times and say, <laughs> hey, I just broke into someone's house and cleaned it by accident. Whoopsie. Would you report that? Would you report this? Is it a slow news week? <laughs> Do you need this story? Okay. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Who reported this again? Is this Oopie? No, it's Audi.com. Audi.com, right. Okay. Yeah, one of my favorite websites of all time, by the way. Well, all right. <laughs> well, here's an animal story that'll tickle your imagination, at least. Okay. okay? It needs tickling. Uh, meet, meet Narwhal. Okay, the unicorn puppy with an extra tail on his face. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Stupid puppy's got a double tail on his face. Looks like a damn unicorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, hey, uh, HuffPost.com reports that an abandoned puppy, aptly named Narwhal, like, you know, the narwhals with the... Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, no, I know. I get it. Those whales that have the... Like a unicorn thing, but they're in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's found online fame for his unique and unicorn-like birth defect. Staff at Max Mission, a Missouri rescue group that specializes in dogs with special needs, injuries, or abuse, have taken on the 10-week-old pup who's born with an extra tail right in the middle of his forehead. Can this dog really be special needs? Yeah. He's got a tail on his forehead. Yeah, but like, what if like a dude had a second penis? Would that be like special needs or is like he's, he's got like... All right, all right, guys, ab- what did I tell you know. about these tangents? Leave this, leave this to me. I'm just, 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 look, my mind just starts to think about things. So far, this is the third non-story of the show, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, Narwhal is quickly getting worldwide attention, which his foster family says is amazing for all the other special needs dogs of the mission. Narwhal is super excited for being the poster child for special is awesome. No, he's not. He's a dog. He doesn't care. <laughs> I was thinking that too, but you know, dog's gotta be the way a dog's gotta be, I guess. I like how this is your third story. Like what, what did, what did this beat out? 
I know that they can't all be winners, but wh- where is the <laughs> where's the drama? Okay, the horse, the horse guy. I get it was a slow week. All right, the guy breaking in and cleaning the other person's house by accident. All right, I mean, I, I guess it's funny. I would have buried that for the last one, but okay. Now we have a dog with a tail on its face, and that's it's. But it's that's story three. What do you want? What do you want from me? What kind of story do you want next? I, you know, honestly, I want the dog to break into the house and accidentally clean it. <laughs> do you want pain and carnage? I'll give you pain and carnage. I want. All right, let's do it. And then I'll gently bring you down to a nicer story. Nathan, you're 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 singing a song here. You know, you're you're telling the story. You you're you're you want to uh, surprise the audience. You want to sort of throw them off their game every once in a while. So you give them a nice story, and then, like you said, you give them something a little more intense, and then you kind of bring them back with the good heartfelt story. Not a guy who just cleaned someone's house by accident. I still don't know who reported this. Or why? Because uh, I'm sure that happens every day. I'm sure every day someone accidentally walks into somebody else's house and cleans it. (laughs) That's how many people there are in this world. That statistically, every day, someone is entering the wrong premises and accidentally cleaning that house. (laughs) All right. Hey. Yes. This next story. (laughs) It must be the scariest and and literally the most horrible story I have ever read out loud. Okay. I'm going to give you that preface because it's, it's brutal. Okay. All that's interesting.com reports mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. that in a horrifying incident in Russia, of course, uh, a mother was boiled to death by molten caramel. Here we go. At the confectionery factory she worked Finally. at. Yeah, see? What Willy Wonka rule did she break? <laughs> well, Natalia Nemetz, 36, uh, she died earlier this week. In a workplace accident wherein she was boiled alive in a vat of molten caramel. Nemetz, native of uh, Stary Oskol in the uh, Belgorod Oblast region of Russia, was working as a Slavyanka confectionery factory when her colleagues noticed that she was not at her place in the factory. Uh, they searched for her only to find her legs poking out of the caramel. No. In a large tank. No. I know. Hey, you wanted you wanted some death and destruction. I'm giving it to you. But come on, that's something that you see in a Looney Tune. Clearly happened in real life now. So she what? She comically fell in head first and then just They don't know. Uh, I'm gonna get into that actually. Okay. A worker who found the body stated she got bullet alive. This is true. He said that she did not cry. No other noise was heard. How do they know? Wait a minute. How does he know that? She didn't cry. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Here we go. Listen, a, a report from the paper con- concluded that two versions are being considered now because of the high air temperature in the working room. Natalia fainted and somehow fell into the bowl or, or the second version is that she stumbled into it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's no good. I, um, I would hate to go. Yeah, I would hate to go to a candy factory and, and get boiled alive. I think that's the antithesis of why one goes to a candy factory. <laughs> Well, you know what? I feel that this world has dissolved into nothing more than a cancel culture. Look at me, society of silly people destined to blow us all up with their stupidity. Do you believe me? Mm-hmm. Yes? Sure. I mean, I don't know yet. Okay. Well, uh, the next story literally illustrates how I believe it all began um, because oddityscentral.com reports. <laughs> oh, that's not a real site. <laughs> the Chinese media recently reported the case of a 14-year-old boy who shocked police when he accused his father of illegal child labor because he had been forced to do chores around the house. Uh-huh. Uh, the bizarre incident allegedly, allegedly took place this week in 
Oh, I got it. It's Chinese names now. Ma Anshan, China's Anhui province, sick of seeing his son with his hands and eyes glued to his smartphone and ignoring his homework and studies. Uh, the parent decided to give the boy a taste of his life's hardships and asked him to put down the handheld and do some housework. Angry with his father making him take a break from his phone, the poorly smartphone-addicted teenager snuck out of the house when his, when his father wasn't paying attention and went straight to the police station. There, he proceeded to accuse his father of illegal child labor. The officers on duty didn't really understand what was going on when the 14-year-old boy made his accusation. So he accompanied the boy home to get a better understanding of the situation. When he told the boy's father what his son had accused him of, the flabbergasted parent proceeded to explain what had happened that he simply took the boy's phone away and made him to do house chores. Uh, I guess under Chinese law, housework does not constitute child labor, so the parent was in the clear. The officer tried to find out how the boy could report his father for something that could have landed him behind bars. Getting no answer from the, from the teenager, the policeman advised his father to discipline him, adding that taking his smartphone away for a while seemed like a good idea. I like how uh, this kid walked into a, a Chinese police station and it was like, hey, I'd like to accuse someone of child labor. And the cop actually <laughs> responded to it versus saying like, yeah, it's China. <laughs> so good on the, listen, good on the dad for, you know, I get it. Uh, kids are, um, I mean, I think we, I think we kind of devolve into old man mode with every episode now. But kids by and large, and we were guilty of this, I'm sure, are lazy, right? They don't want to do anything. And. You gotta listen, kids. All the kids listen to this podcast. Just go out there and mow that lawn. It's it's thirty <laughs> minutes of your life. It's probably good exercise. Yeah, it's fine. Just do it. Hard work will set you free. Okay. Here's the irony that the kids don't get: the the more chores you do, the more stuff you're likely to get from your parents. Yeah. You know, if kids were smart and they're not, they would realize that the more that they did, the more that their parents liked them because they do stuff like this, they're more likely to like one day be like, hey, uh, here's this video game you keep talking about or, mm -hmm. ah, you know, whatever. Here's this ice cream you were just wanting. Like, but, but, but fighting it, all you do is you just create this tension where they're going to give you less. Yeah. Because then they look at you and go, well, I mean, I asked you to mow the lawn last week and you didn't do that. Why should I give you this? It feels good to work. It really does. Okay. I don't want to get into this and I don't want to get into some, you know, <laughs> socialist, whatever agenda, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel good when I work. I don't know. You know, Listen, you can make up your mind however you want about work. All I'm saying is uh, <laughs> that, you know, there's an unspoken agreement with the, with the parent and the kid. And that's, uh, listen, you get away with a lot when you're young. We're paying all the bills. If only you knew how many bills you're going to be paying. Oh, yes. Be so lucky that we don't charge you more. Than just asking every once in a while to wash a dish, mow a lawn, whatever. Yeah. Uh, shame on this child. Shame on him. Don't, Paul, don't take this parallel the wrong way because in no mm -hmm. way, shape, or form am I condoning what history has, uh, has shown us to be okay. a cruelty towards human beings. But uh -huh. uh, the Holocaust. Oh, no, Nathan. It, uh, Nathan, no. No, it took... Nathan, no, it was, Nathan, it's a stain. no. I, hold on, I gotta it, pull the... It's I gotta a stain. pull the emergency brake here. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stain on our human dignity and our stain in, in, in history. Red alert. I need to hit... I'm setting this to red <laughs> alert. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not... Look, Shields I, up. It was bad. It was very bad. How are we here? 
But did you know, you know what they had? Like, look, I'm, I'm taking this, I'm only taking a phrase and I'm taking it out of that context, which was a horrible, evil thing. And I'm, I'm placing it into the hands of parents today. And just the saying, this is the saying on whatever, wherever that had taken place. Um, what is happening? On, on the gate, when you walk in to that area, that place. The, what place? Well, the Holocaust. The Holocaust? The Holocaust wasn't a place. It was a thing no, that no, happened. I'm, no, it I know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> what was on the gate? It was. Uh, what? I'll, what? Oh, geez, what was it? It's in German, though. <laughs> oh, geez, oh my geez, god! I can't, I can't say the first word now. It just—it basically said that works sets you free, and I'm just saying it's not not in that bad context. Is horrible, horrible, absolutely horrible. But you know what? With with parents today. Give your kids some work to do, chores, and all these kind of things is a good thing. Set them free. They'll they'll feel good about it, and they'll make money and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just taking a phrase from a horrible part in history, just applying it to today's parenthood. You know, it's probably a good thing to tell your parents or your kids, I guess. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is officially the last episode of The Rewind. I <laughs> apologize to anybody who tuned in thinking they would hear something smart. Listen. But. Don't take that the wrong way. We uh, okay. Uh, just as a warning, that uh, the, the views expressed on this podcast are not representative <laughs> of me, only Nathan. And to the lawyers listening, I don't even know how you're going to get out of this one. Uh, I know that we're supposed to be on our best behavior, but boy, we've reached a new low today, and I apologize for that. Look, it was a future sl- saying that could could be used again with parents. I don't even know if I can go on. After that, <laughs> this next story, it's got to be the most amazing story ever, by the way. Okay. Usually it's very hard to pivot from the Holocaust <laughs> to anything, but uh, you're going to attempt it. So here we go. All right. Oopy.com um, reports that on July 15th, 2021, a cheesy ice cream has debuted. Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen ice cream churned the cheesiness of Kraft macaroni and cheese into their ice cream to create the Kraft macaroni and cheese-flavored ice cream, according to a Kraft Heinz company statement. Paul, this is astounding. I think we're the first podcast in history to go from talking about the Holocaust as a positive and then transitioning to macaroni and cheese ice cream. I I don't see why not. Mm. I don't see why this is a bad thing. Um, what? So that who, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Who cares? I could look. Okay, all right. Screw the ice cream. Screw the ice cream. I thought that was really cool. You also thought it was really cool to apply a Holocaust slogan to child labor. What? When they need to be working, they need to be working. Right. The kids, not the Holocaust. Well, this is a great, this is a great show, Paul. Thank you for it's listening. It's a great show. Um, you know, you can only apologize so much for stuff, and uh, I'm not going to bother. But I will say, uh, like and subscribe on on the Apple Podcasts. We're also on Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher. <laughs> Tell your friends, I guess. I don't know. They might be offended. I think they might be offended. There's no offense to be had when you listen to the rewind we're happy-go-lucky bunch of guys just wanting to expel the craziest stories that we hear 
into the world, yeah. you know? Yeah. And if we just happen to take a parallel or two and maybe maybe a, an ounce of history here and there and just kind of mix it all into this giant news mixing bowl, you know, stuff comes out. Yeah, it sure does. You know? Sure does. Yeah. Well, we'll be back in two weeks, maybe. <laughs> it's tough to say. Will we? Um, I'm very depressed right now. 